Hi, welcome back to The Trenches, a show where we talk about mental health issues and just have a good time. I am your host, Caleb Bruto, and on today's show, we have a wonderful guest, a friend that I've known for quite a while now, and we're just here to talk about our mental health journeys. And let me just let her introduce herself first. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Uh, I'm Miss Mongai. Uh, you can call me Wakili. You can call me Dama. Imagine the main character. But yeah, I am happy. I am blessed. I'm at peace. Yeah, that's basically. Oh, and I also have a podcast. Just doing it podcast. Yeah, we'll share the details and all that. Welcome, welcome to the show. So, oof, this is a, like a really heavy topic, don't you think? It really is. Yeah. I feel like it's it's going to be, we we it just but but it's for the benefit of everyone who's listening because mm-hmm. everyone suffers through mental health uh, problems at some point in their life, and when you're young especially and you don't know what's happening in your mind and yeah. what's going on it can be crazy, so we just want to be open and honest with you guys um and I hope you can take something out of this and just you know make mm-hmm. your life your own life better or just look at your own things and just figure it out. So we're just gonna like follow. Um, I'm gonna start off by just asking them: Are you are you willing to share your story with us today? I will share some of my stories. I feel like yeah, I've had like mental health issues at different points in my life. Yeah, with different triggers and uh-huh. yeah, I am willing. You know, yeah, <laughs> we live, we learn, we grow, we grow, <laughs> and we grow where we are planted. Yeah. <laughs> Right, so I guess I want you to go first. I feel like I'd be more comfortable. So, let me explain to you guys what yeah. m- mental health means to me. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's simple. Am I happy? Am I at peace? Am I growing? Mm-hmm. And do I have the strength to change or confront the things that I am facing? Yeah. Or am I stuck in that loop of the same thing you know sometimes you're stuck like let's say for instance when when you're depressed let's say a trigger yeah and you keep spiraling on the same thing continuously and continuously and continuously so yeah the period between me spiraling or me walking away from that situation solving it or accepting it yeah that period is what mental health is it's to me. when you're, yeah. you're good so what does it mean to you Hmm, I feel for me, it's when I'm calm. I, mean, I don't have this formal thing just going around. I feel like life is passing me yeah. by. People are doing things and I'm not like yeah, engaged in yeah. it and stuff. And when I'm focused and I'm doing the things I love, like that's that's like my happy place. That's your happy place. Yeah, and I, like, I, can, I can work and I can do things well. Mm-hmm. So it's, just, yeah, it's a constant journey. It's never like you can never settle down. It's like chill and say, yeah, I'm done. So at what point yeah. do you realize that mm. you, you, you're suffering, like your, your mental health is not at 100? How, what are the signs to you? Because I feel like yeah. everybody exhibits different signs yeah. and it, it, it manifests differently. That's why I really don't agree with you know when you go read about yeah. depression and honor like kuna you should see nini 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 but True, eh, I feel like <laughs> websites eh. telling you tell signs that you are depressed and you don't look you look at them and you don't even see one you don't see anything and, and you feel up. like uh, so 
I might uh, be going mad. Am I valid? <laughs> Is my depression valid? Yeah, so I have come I I, I stand by the fact that yeah. all this manifests itself differently. So how does it show when it comes to you? Hmm. I mean for me it's anxiety. Anxiety has been this thing that has dogged me for many years. Like it's we are growing up um through primary school, high school, even uni just like my head sometimes would be overthinking. Over, overthinking things. Um, I get scared for whatever reason to approach certain people or even approach certain life uh, topics. There's always pressure. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like anxiety is just a manif- manifestation of all these other things that are just coming around and messing yeah. with my flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. It can, mm-hmm. get, it can get that. I can just feel like sometimes I'm angry for no reason. Yeah. Um, I'm not aggressive, but like whenever I see those two signs, anger and uh, anxiety, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, I need to probably just pause for a bit and figure things out. Yeah. Uh, for me, I feel like it varies depending on the situation, and yeah. the, the the most major sign for me is sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Um, I'm yeah. a nocturnal person, and sleep. I don't sleep very easily. Like yeah. for me, I'm this person who'll push with four hours of sleep and all that. Yeah. So if I find myself sleeping too much or yeah. too little, I know that there is a problem. Like there's something I need to fix. Then I'll, I'm, I'm basically a very energetic person. So mm-hmm. if I find myself wanting to hide in a corner, yeah. I don't want to talk to people. I just want to stay in my mind and think 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 i am i'm generally yeah. a very happy person so if i don't feel happy i'm not saying that i shouldn't be happy all the time but yeah kuna ile normal not really a baseline and yeah mm-hmm. this is how i am on a normal if i am not like that i know that something's wrong then there's also peace yeah uh sometimes my mind gets very chaotic like there's so much going on i don't even understand what's going on in my mind i know yeah. like I need to stop, take a break, analyze things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I get that. Cause it's okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna share my journey mm-hmm. with you. Um. So for me, it was. It's such a weird thing. I think the first time I realized that I was, I was depressed, was in high school. Mm-hmm. But it didn't start there. Oh, like that it was, was early for you. Yeah, it was such uh-huh. a. Let me. I'm, I'm gonna get that. I feel mm-hmm. like, when I was in primary, I was living in a weird sort of two world situation. Yeah. Where I am very active in church, mm-hmm. I am uh, acting, I'm doing play, I'm singing in the choir. I have friends, and like when I when I'm hanging with these guys, like you're sort of with the popular kids yeah. in a way, right? So it was there was sort of there sort of pressure to be this look, mm-hmm. uh, this type of person to talk like this, to fit in a particular, to fit in a type yeah. of way. Yeah, and like when when I go to school now, it's like it's it's like people are popular. I don't know what was the criteria because. I was never in that group at all. Like I was just this outcast where who people, you know, just like to make fun of. Uh, even my teachers actually made fun of me. <laughs> so it was so weird because I'm really sorry you man, had to go through that. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Because uh-huh. I feel like through all that time, just like for me, school was okay. I have to pass. Yes. So like whenever I do well in exams, I'm like, yeah, I show these sons of bitches that I'm the best and like yeah. everything's meaning. But then like there's never that validation of myself like okay this is enough like I'm, I'm good like i always felt like even though i do all these things like there's always going to be someone who's going to knock me down oh, and put yes. me down and especially now with when i like i really i think i passed i got like good marks uh my year the highest in our school had 400 mm-hmm. at 370 yeah so i was like 
I was feeling pretty good about it. But the school that I went to, uh, like, just really shocked me. Yes. It was, it was so different from what I'd grown up seeing. Uh, the, the type of cultural people that I had. Shock. Yeah, the culture shock was in, crazy intense. And it didn't help with the fact that I speak like this. Then people struggle with English. Yeah. Yeah, from a different place. So, like, immediately when you're doing in English class, for the first time, you actually notice that you have an accent. Like, oh, yes. And yes. And you're like, yes, wow. Yes. Wow. Like. I didn't know I'd speak like for me it was never a thing like it was never I didn't strive to speak in a certain type of way it was like ilifanyika and you're like now okay. everybody is speaking uh, is speaking is speaking on you because you have an accent or you sound different exactly <laughs> so it was so weird so like that was my whole high school time and we were for like so we were like put into this corner of like mm-hmm. Nairobi kids and then the rest I don't know the majority so like yeah. we we were sort of kind of anti rebel like anti rebellion. We used to have our own band. We used yeah. to make noise. Like, we used to sing at night on a Friday. And luckily enough, we were, like, the, we were in a dorm that was, like, uh, very new to the school. So, Form 4s weren't allowed. It was just, yeah. like, Form 3s and Form 2s. So, by then, we were, like, in Form 3. So, we could, we could just jam out and have yeah. fun and make noise for people until, like, around 2 a.m. in the morning. And, and no one would disturb us. But that, like, but you're still hard. Because, like, mm-hmm. when you do that, also, you're still a target. Like, people look, okay, you want to be different, fine. That's gonna be heaping shit on you all the all the time. I feel like mm-hmm. high school did not accommodate difference. Yeah. And I feel like Kenyan schools are created in such a way that you are only good enough if you mm-hmm. check particular boxes. Yeah, like you have to fit into. And it's both on the student side and the faculty side. Mm-hmm. Even my teachers hated me, like, for some weird reason. Why? You're one of the most lovable people. <laughs> I have no idea why. It was just, like, this thing that co- continued to follow me. Like, it destroyed my mental. I was... I, I, forgot, I, like, I didn't stop believing in God. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think that anything was worth it. Like, I didn't care about anything. Like, I was in this dark place where... Nothing mattered. Nothing mattered. Nothing gave me joy except just doing crazy shit. Like, I would drink a lot. I would smoke a lot. I mean, so it's just like, I was. I didn't you care. Got away out yeah, I didn't care who I had. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care who I had. I was very rude. I was like, I was an asshole essentially for so long. Like even when I was in uni, I feel like, I the the thing the reason why I didn't want to get into a relationship when I realized that I was I this type of person. I have had that conversation before where yeah. somebody has asked me, "How are you friends with this guy? He's such an asshole." <laughs> And I'm like, people need to know you a little bit better. <laughs> you need to put yourself a little bit more out there. <laughs> it was so weird, like, balancing all that. Because, like, for me, getting get into a relationship, it has to mean something for yes, me. Yes, yes. Like, we, we have to uh, support each other, understand each other. And, like, so I don't want to be that person in the relationship who's toxic. And a lot of the times, like, the girls I tried to get in a relationship, I was kind of toxic to them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm not going to do, do this. Do you feel like that was, mm-hmm. uh, part of the reason why you were toxic is because you had not figured yourself out a little bit more ama you had not addressed the depression or the mental health oh definitely i uh-huh. feel like um going through all that um i didn't take any time to just like sit down uh-huh. and forget how i was reacting i was reacting through the whole situation i was just trying yes. to be you know this this cool anti anti cool guy like uh, yeah yeah like fuck society's normal <laughs> my normal is what counts and like and you felt like it was more important than other people i, I have gone through that <laughs> with you you felt like your cool was more important uh, than our thing cool. yeah <laughs> i know so like I, I noticed it was like so i, I was trying to tone it down but i realized mm. 
by the time I, that, that, that I could tone it down, yeah. the only thing I could do is just maybe, okay, I need to detach. I need to detach for a while and just, like, figure myself out. Mm-hmm. Because I, I didn't see a way back by just, like, talking to people and saying, okay, this is who I am and this is the things that I've struggled with. Because, like, guys don't really share that. Did you find feelings. it easy to say sorry? No, nah. I feel like because yeah, that, I, I didn't feel like I didn't have anything reason. to be sorry about. <laughs> that is one of the reasonable that you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I because I feel like I've been through so much shit. Yeah, and like no one gives me slack. Like my my parents are like always giving me pressure on yeah. school and stuff. Like there's there's literally you felt no like you room. needed a break and you created exactly. it for yourself. Exactly, like I feel like there's no room for me to just like fi- I have been in that position. slow down yeah, yeah. and just be me because. When you're going through school and you're mm-hmm. in school every single semester, you're not taking breaks. Yeah. You have obligations and then you like you see other people are doing things. You're also trying to do things. It can get crazy. And so if you don't create good relationships with mm-hmm. people, then yeah, like they tend to isolate you and then they tend to leave you yeah. out of things. And I felt that way at some point. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. Wow, these guys don't really want to hang out with me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I need to. Take yeah, a break. Yeah. And that's been my that was that was that was when I was like, okay, fine. Oh, for me, yeah. for me it's been crazy. I feel like I did not understand that I was depressed or mm-hmm. psychologically like repressed until like way later, like way, way, way later when it yeah. was even more detrimental to me and to my relationships. Yeah. I'm really glad you realized about mental health early. Yeah. For me, so this is my story. Um, my family is quite complicated. Oh. I know family is very complicated, but eh, young is <laughs> a little bit crazy. So my mom, my mom doesn't live in the country. Yeah. And I was moved around among family for a lot for for the longest. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have that permanence. You know, a place where you call your own, mm-hmm. where. You can do the shit you want and yeah. you feel like a child. You feel that love. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it is not, it's not easy. And that's the situation where I was in. Um, as, a, as a child, especially between primary school, I didn't notice it as much because I had my grandfather and mm. oh, my grandfather loved me. I think I was the first thing that he loved in this entire world. Yeah. My grandfather was amazing. And in form three, he died. Yeah. And I didn't expect because he died on my birthday week, and it was it was it was crazy because, you know, I feel like I was not prepared for death. This was like the first death I was facing as yeah. as an adult, somebody that is close to me, and it was heavy because you know everybody expects me to act mature. You know we are arranging this burial. This is what you will be doing. Yeah. Nobody stopped to ask me. Mm-hmm. Are you fine? You know, because yeah. everybody knew the kind of relationship I had with my grandfather. Yeah. But nobody stopped to ask me, are you fine? Michelle Coyne and Delia, like, you know, this happened, carry on. You know, yeah. nobody gave me that break. And uh, it really ate into me because mm-hmm. I became like you. Like I said, fuck school. Um, fuck sports. I was really good at hockey. Yeah. I was good at my science projects. I was amazing. I've always been an amazing student. Yeah. But it went down and it got to a point where I told my family, you know what, I need I need to change schools and 
I need to move to a new school and redo the year that I'd missed out. Yeah. Since he died in April. So imagine from April to around December of the same year, I had yeah. said fuck school. Like, <laughs> you know, like just bangaizering in school. Yeah. But I didn't realize what was happening. So when I realized that I could fail, failure is one of the most, is my biggest fear. Yeah. When I realized that there's a chance that I can fail school, mm. I was like, I need, I need a second chance. Yeah. So I was taken to a whole different school. My first school was a little bit preppy, rich kid vibes and all yeah. that. Hey, I was taken to the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your own version of culture shock. So, so let me, yeah. let, let me explain to you how ghetto this school was. Yeah. So I'm from a school where like each cubicle has its own bathroom and toilet and all that. Me, 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 me have OCD and I like things clean, neat, mm-hmm. I like a system and all that. So I go to a school whereby the tender the triple decker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and me shot wow. me. I'm supposed to sleep on the third bank. Wow, wow, wow. that's crazy. That is not <laughs> Bafu yeah. is like a square and then they're just shower heads. Yeah. So it's like a mass bathroom. Prison style, yeah. I mean, yo, so I'm imagining, don't like, drop the soap, yeah. I'm, I'm imagining <laughs> that's a dark joke. <laughs> so, I'm imagining oh, that yeah. the, when somebody else is showering, water will spill on me. Yeah. I'm, I, I was not yet confident enough in my body, I don't want people seeing me. Yeah. Then, I'd not understood like lesbianism and all that, and the hood kind of, you know, somebody hitting on you straight up in the to shower. your face in the shower and all Man. that. And it was really <laughs> crazy and I didn't know how to handle that. Yeah. Then this school was the kind that does not value education. You know, yeah, school fees, do the fuck you want. Yeah. And that is the kind of mentality that got into the girls that were in that school. Uh-huh. And I've come from a culture where reading is important, passing is important. Yeah. So I was really bullied for that. I remember this one time somebody poured mm-hmm. water in my locker and I lost all my books. Then at some point my locker went missing. At another point, yeah. my books are missing. It was it was just crazy and I didn't hey. It was crazy. It was really crazy. And all this time, I didn't understand that all this is weighing me down. Mm-hmm. So I stopped being my jovial self and became withdrawn. Uh, I'm that one person who you would look for in the school and you wouldn't find because I am hiding myself under some stairs or under yeah. a, behind a building somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to talk to people because people scare me. I don't want to stand in front of a stage and talk to people because yeah. I feel like I'll be booed down and... I, it, it created certain insecurities in me. Mm-hmm. So high school ended. So put all that in mind. So high school ended and I moved back home and I'm living with a relative. Yeah. I am only 17. I am a child and I was not treated like that. Yeah. They treated me as an adult and I have not, in in my mind, I have not yet considered myself as an adult. And mm-hmm. there was so much emotional abyss that I can't get into, but it made me become close to suicidal. Yeah. I tried suicide like three times, so it was in a backfire and I was like, okay, so <laughs> the app has decided that I am not leaving this place, so what yeah. do we do? I left home. 
Wow. I woke up one morning mm-hmm. and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need I need to find a place where I am happy, mm-hmm. I am at mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. Where I can go a day without crying or feeling that I do not deserve to be alive. Yeah. And I was quite lucky because that's just when I began school. And at least I had hostels and, you know, in school food is paid for, you have your allowances and all that. So I stayed in school for an entire year without going home. Yeah. I cut communications with all my friends, all my family and all that. And I discovered that there Mm. are things that I can do that made me happy. And it's at that point that I realized that I was depressed. Mm. And... I'm happy that I discovered depression while I was healing because Ah, it helped me heal a little bit more. It helped me discover that there are this group of people that I like hanging. They make me feel special. They make me feel nice. They make me feel happy. There are these things I like doing. And you know what? They make me feel whole. And yeah, it was, it's been crazy because you see, depression doesn't go away. Yeah. It keeps recurring. So sometimes people will do and I'll get triggered and again I am hiding in my house for two weeks without leaving yeah, yeah it's, it's, been, it's been crazy <laughs> that's how you know you're not fine just that's like, how, yeah that's how I know I'm not fine when I don't want to call my friends or yeah. when I'm not these days it's when I'm not complaining about something on Instagram maybe social justice mostly yeah. I'm not complaining about girls like underage girls being pregnant rape yeah. LGBTQ community Ukiona too, I'm not complaining about that. Yeah. I am not fine. True. Because for me, loving others and fighting for others is one of the ways where I show love. And yeah. it's one of the things I love doing. And it makes you feel good. And it makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Yes, for me, it was just... I had a lot of resentment. I, mm-hmm. I hated everyone for treating me the way they treated me. Yes. And I felt like they deserved punishment. Like I have to, been there. I was yeah. so I was so mad with my auntie. Yeah. I remember telling my mom that yeah. I I never wanna talk to her. And right now yeah. we are the best of friends. That's like nice. I am. I thank God that yeah. I got forgiveness in my heart and acceptance yeah. and also understanding that it was not also easy for her. Yeah. To raise another person's child, you know. Yeah. And she was also growing we we're all constantly growing yeah and we make mistakes and we don't Mm. realize it and i'm glad that the both of us have come to that point where we agree that both of us messed up yeah it's true i feel like it can really lead you down a dark path where Mm -hmm. you just like uh especially for me like with the resentment i had towards my parents for not removing me from that place because i told them and then, like, around Form 3, my dad, like, leaves for a different country. Yeah. And then I felt I'm, alone. I felt abandoned, honestly. Like, I understood the dynamics as to why he had to leave. Yeah. But I felt like, okay, you should have at least done, you know, something to help me while I was still, while you were still around. And it was like, he he was only this authoritarian figure in yeah. my life who just, like, pushed me to do things I didn't really want to do. Yeah. Like, he would never say, okay, you went through sad times try and figure it out in a healthy way it's like boohoo people go through this thing even trying to to like see you through it you know explain things to you because you're a yeah. child and exactly i mean i feel like also because i'm a guy uh-huh. like guys still have an issue talking about their feelings and talking about the trauma that they went through mm-hmm. and this can like can be a hindrance in a lot of the ways because like up until now i still struggle with um sharing my emotions yeah 
and it's something that I'm continuously working on, but like it created that barrier where like even if you are my friend, you wouldn't know what's going on in my mind because I just don't know how to tell you. I don't even know how to perceive yeah. the question. For me, I feel since my grandfather died, yeah. I became alone and lonely. Like yeah. I had nobody to confide with. I had nobody to laugh with. I had nobody who understood who I am wholesomely. Yeah. And the person who was supposed to be my father figure, yeah. every time he saw me cry, yeah. he would tell me like, ah, you're my boys, you can't cry. Us guys, we don't cry, we're strong, yeah. we're strong, you know. Okay. Yeah. Why are you telling me not to cry? Why are you telling me not to show my emotions? Why are you telling me to carry on without fixing what is the problem right now? Why are you not letting me be a child? Whether that's the one thing I'm usually so angry about yeah. with all the adults who are around me. It's like they did not let me be a child. Yeah. You know, the things children do. Are you a firstborn? I am. I oh, am no. the first. I'm also a firstborn. I feel like it's a common first problem. <laughs> and then the age they never gap let between you me children, yeah? and everybody else is yeah. quite large. So yeah. eh, It's crazy. Sometimes you feel alone. Cause I feel like siblings who, who are born with like Kidogo age difference, like you and your sister, yeah. you kind of had each other. Yeah, Kinda. we do. We did. Actually, yeah. my sister is actually my best friend in a way, because mm-hmm. I'm only she's the only person who, when I was going through things, I like I would see her maybe once every three yeah. months, or not, but like we'd always talk, and then mm-hmm. she like she she wouldn't give me advice because she yeah. doesn't really even know what mm-hmm. what this is but about. But she'd listen. She was. But there she'd listen. Yeah. yeah. So it was so because t- when you when you're a firstborn, you have all these expectations that are put on you, and you're like, mm-hmm. for me, I'm the eldest on both my mom's and dad's side, mm-hmm. so I have. Of my extended family to worry about, mm-hmm. I have this image that I have to show that I am this Christian, yeah. uh, disciplined, well, yes. blah 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 boy. So it's just like this pressure on you, know, like even discovering my sense of creativity. I feel yes. like I lost it along the way. Me too, me yeah. too, me too. And it felt amazing to discover it later and yeah. realize that I love doing this. I love painting. I don't want to sell it. Yeah, I'm probably not even the best at it, but. When I'm painting, it makes yeah. me feel so happy. This makes you feel so warm and so like loved. I also, and it's your own work, and you just you feel proud of yeah. it, right? Yeah. Do you feel like the fact that you had no people to like support you or see yeah. you through your your mental health crisis? Yeah. That it made you get into like the wrong kind of relationships, cause in yeah. in in my for instance. I ended up getting into a very long-term relationship that was abusive. We're just from talking about that. And I feel that loneliness is what made me end up in this relationship because this person showed that he loved me, you know, unconditionally. And he made me happy, but I didn't realize that besides him loving me and making me happy, I was in an abusive relationship. Yeah, I get that. I got the love, the attention, yeah. the somebody to talk to because I didn't have. Yeah. But at the same time, I did not see all the abuse that came along with it. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, as for me, like, relationships, it, it it made me not have relationships because mm-hmm. I was afraid I was going to hurt this other person mm-hmm. with my toxic levels of just nihilistic, you know, not, not giving a fuck about yeah. anything. And so like the, the things I used to do, the friends I used to hang out with, they're all kind of like... You also find yourself yeah. that everything becomes about you. It's just about if, if exactly. something does not suit you, 
fuck that shit. Yeah, I would never be there for someone else. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like also by learning what affected yeah. us has helped us get into better. Yeah. More healthier relationships whereby we know our limits, we know what makes us happy, what yeah. doesn't, how to talk to each other and that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I don't know. Me for me I'm still I'm still growing. You're still you're still growing. <laughs> I'm still growing. But I feel like I'm, I, I'm but so I still much am better. too, but yeah. I am better. I guess because like we're all in different level. But that's that's beautiful. Like being on it different levels and doing different things. So uh yeah. So how how do you deal with it? Oh wow. So for me, um I went into isolation. I decided it wasn't like it was in this last year, mm-hmm. November. Mm-hmm. Um, said I'm going to be on break for the the, the holidays, mm-hmm. and then when I come back in January, I'm going to go for my internship. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm going to cut off communication with mostly everyone in my life. Um, and then I started listening to this guy called Alan Watts. Mm-hmm. He is my sort of guru now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I, is, I do know Alan Watts. Yeah, Very interesting guy. Because <laughs> there are some days like just waking up alone is so hard. I know. I it know, was so I know. hard. I used to self-deprecate a lot. I used to talk shit about myself in the beginning. I was like, why is this? Like, why Why has it taken you so long for this to mm. realize this? Like, you know, you could probably be left behind. No yeah, one yeah, would care yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I was scared to be alone. Like, it's not easy to just, like, cut off people. I was really like, okay, fine. But I, I think I needed it because, like, if I'm going to die, um, then I might as well do it, like, without anyone knowing whatever was, like, mm-hmm. causing yeah. problems for me. So like I was going into this knowing that I could die, like I could literally just maybe commit suicide yeah. at some point. But I was like, okay, fine. I'd rather just go through the whole process, figure it out. And Alan Watts was this voice, mm-hmm. like he himself committed suicide. Yeah. Which is sometimes when you tell someone like that, he gets he, they get alarmed. Mm-hmm. But then his the things that he says in his videos and the way he presents ideas, it makes you not want to hate yourself. Yes. 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 Yeah. For me, um, I realized. Yeah. I met Jinea Yeah. Like her music, her philosophies, her books, her poetry. Yeah. When I was in a really dark place and she pulled me out of it. Uh-huh. And she made me learn to love the simple things in life. Yeah. Living a day at a time. Filling my life yeah. with, with, with light. You know, there's so much darkness and so much anger, sadness, anxiety mm. out here. But choosing yeah. to fill your life with happier things things that you love like for yeah. instance for me i love reading i love watching the sunset yeah um i love music i love dancing alone in the house yeah i do those things more often and they keep me happy you see the happier you are yeah the 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 lesser you the lesser the chance that you will get depressed you know yeah and true. also learning to be alone and realizing that being alone is fine yeah it is okay to be alone it's okay to go through stuff alone, but it's also okay to talk things out, you know. Exactly. And just not having that that fear is what you need to get rid of. I feel like mm. once you get over that hump of fear that you, when you reemerge from your yeah. thing that people will still be there and the ones that are going to pick up with you, mm-hmm. going to pick up with you, the ones that are going to you're going to lose, it's yeah. fine. It's like part of life. That's like that was the most freeing thing ever. And it allowed me to do so many other things, like I started doing yoga. Then Corona yeah. happened. Uh, so then I was like, okay, fine. I started meditating. Then I just, I've just been learning constantly, learning from different people, from mm-hmm. different places. Because I feel like 
people way, have gone through it and yeah. they have conquered it exactly. and you can live vicariously through them yeah exactly so it doesn't it doesn't affect my life now as deep as it used to like yeah. i can i can be able to have conversations about it and not feel like okay this is such a shameful moment in my life because mm-hmm. i i don't really have anything to be ashamed yeah and it's for. fine we all yeah. go through different things all in life different things, so yeah. have you sought like professional help and do you think that it's uh, important for people to seek professional help okay i haven't mm-hmm. but i feel like it, at some point you should because you're not really going to discover everything yeah. by yourself um i'm actually doing like a sort of a trauma course right mm-hmm. now but that's for the purposes of the podcast and just yeah. trying to understand, I, understand yeah, the things others, that are going yeah. on because i feel for for me like even telling my parents about it they didn't understand what they i was saying yeah, they don't like, what do you mean you're depressed like you what? have everything you have everything yeah like school fees in melipoa ukona chakula yeah so like it my, my relationship with my mom and my parents my dad has come a long way i feel like my dad's mind is is growing so yeah. kind of struggling because it's, it's still overbearing in a mm-hmm. way but like I'm a man now yeah. and I can be able to stand on my ground and say this is not yeah this is yeah. not working for me this is what uh, I think we should do and he's able to like he listen to my input and mm-hmm. if it, if he doesn't like I'm I'm going my own way at some like either way so like for me uh with with all all that's happened and the things I'm learning mm-hmm. it just sort of creates a space for them in my life again yeah, as opposed to creates now space for people to to be in my life and i cannot i won't have expectations of what yes. you should what you what you should be for me mm-hmm. like we are in this moment together we are sharing whatever it is that we are sharing mm-hmm. and if it ends i'm it's okay fine. with it yeah. yeah if it if it if it goes on I'm like well super I'm like this is what i yeah. want yeah so accepting things yeah exactly just accepting things learning to live in the moment like only waking up now is so easy because i only care about what i'm doing today Tomorrow will finish itself. Yeah, will finish itself out. <laughs> For me, I have I have sought professional help. Yeah. But when I was seeking professional help, I did yeah. not know I was depressed. Uh-huh. I just wanted to know why do I always wanna die? Uh-huh. You know, I, yeah. I I just wanna jump off a bridge or I can't stand it, uh, on a balcony without thinking that it will feel nice if all this would end. Yeah. And by talking through the psychology with the psychologist is when yeah. I realized that I am depressed. And she tried putting me on drugs that I did for almost a month. Yeah. Then I realized they don't work for me. Yeah, I hate drugs. Yeah, they don't work for me and yeah. the kind of counseling she was giving me was not working for me. I feel also being liberal. <laughs> yeah doesn't help when it comes to these situations <laughs> and the internet has yeah. also come through with a lot you see yeah. like i feel like we also are stepping will be one day a stepping stone to somebody else yeah with them listening to this and being diagnosed like officially that i am yeah. depressed helped yeah. me want to better myself so i feel yeah. sometimes it's important for people to seek uh professional help Yeah. But if you feel like it's not working for you, get something that works for you. Some people exactly. find prayer and church works, yeah. meditation, um isolation, yeah. find what works for you and do it. You know, the danger with isolation is if you are not someone who is like capable of seeing the signs. Yeah. Cuz I feel like for me I I saw the signs. I saw whatever was wrong inside me. Yeah. I saw the anger, I saw everything. 
but like there are some points where I was like wow I should probably tell someone about this yes and I did and but this person was not like they didn't understand they didn't say like they were just looking at me and like hey, almost bro. shocked and like well, what's <laughs> hey, happening bro. <laughs> was, like it, bro. Yeah, it, just, it, it, it made me like okay fine maybe talking to people is not the best thing yeah. to do in this situation because people want to judge you and want to put their opinions yeah. about you like and then yeah some people just want to get too like hands on and yeah. you don't want them to be so i prefer i prefer i feel healing like yeah just healing myself and then when i'm ready i can share with people exactly, and then, exactly. You know, grow from for it. me i feel like I, mm. i experimented on a lot of things before i found what works for me yeah and i feel like people should keep trying keep trying keep trying new things yeah. new people until you find that thing that works for you Yeah because yeah, if you find yeah. something that makes you happy keeps you peaceful keeps you grounded keeps you wanting to keep working yeah it will save you a lot yeah it will too yeah so i i think with that we've talked about everything yes we have yeah so what are the things that you feel like you need to watch out for constantly now that you are almost out of or you're out of that space of depression yeah I think the best thing is I've learned I've learned to talk myself yeah. I to my mirror self a lot yeah. and if I don't like what I am seeing in the mirror yeah I change it yeah so if you feel like whatever you're going through you don't like it yeah. or it doesn't make you feel good or how you want to feel yeah it's 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 like a marker for you to change or you need help or Yeah. You need to try new things. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Okay, so means you always have to keep on learning. Yes. Um you have to put your head down just like for, that's what work for me. Like I pour through books, I pour through YouTube videos. I do whatever I need to do to feel like also okay. yeah. taking a minute like yeah. slow down. You know sometimes yeah. sometimes there's just so much happening. Kuna shule, kuna kazi, kuna you know yeah. you're just going 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 going. You forget to stop that it becomes close to self sabotage you sure. also need to learn to stop take a break analyze then yeah. carry on from there yeah yeah this has been fun it I has like been sharing like this I, I, we should as a society as nairobians as whatever as africans the only way we're going to get on par with this other first world nations and stuff is by understanding what uh, like the weaknesses around us and even when you don't yeah. understand accepting yeah. accept yeah and letting these people find their healing yes then really just removing the stigma around talking Met- about yeah, mental health yeah exactly because yeah, yeah. it's, it's something that everyone needs to examine themselves and also we need to put a disclaimer out here that this yeah. this is not what mental health issues looks like on everybody yeah, different. it's different with everybody else and this is just what we went through yeah yeah all right thanks for being on the show no more it was <laughs> thank interesting thank you yeah so guys um as always i hope you learned something and i'll catch you in the next one bye, bye. <laughs>